Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. What's going on, Greg? How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. Trying to get familiar with this app. Uh, I'm having sober October right now, so I'm trying to figure out exactly how to enjoy this without, you know, the alcohol. I feel like this is definitely like a drinking game type of app. So <laughs> it's what you make of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've walked in on a couple chats. I'm like, oh, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, but I'll sit here for a minute. And, you know, I, I went through the one truth, one lie, little comments. I went through a couple of trending news ones, but I was in one recently where they were talking about like all one night stands tacky and they kind of ended it before it got really juicy. But I was like, yo, like y'all could have kept that going because I don't one night, night stand. Hold on. One night stand. What was it? Yeah. So the question was, are one night stands tacky? Are one night stands tacky? No, they're not. I, I have to agree. Like, I, I feel like th- there's a place for them. I feel like if, if you're going to do that, you're going to do that. But, you know, one night stands are meant. Like, everybody should have one. Everybody should have one it, two in their life. All right. So, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm a liberal. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a realist, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that it's about energy, right? And I think that if you're supposed, like I'm a real energy type person, right? Real, real talk. I think that everybody is supposed to give and receive from each person they encounter, like real talk, right? I just think it, it just, happens to be how those people choose to do it. And if you choose to do it and you're supposed to connect in that blitz, sometimes it's a kid that's supposed to be born and that kid could turn out to be, you know, the whoever, you know, that some one night stands is meant to be that. I mean, some of the greatest people yeah. came from one night stand. Exactly. So, damn it, one night stand, definitely. Stay. They, 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 they have some things come out of one night stands that are positive. Some things are negative. But I've seen a lot of positive more than I've seen negative. Like, 
relationships do build off of one night stands. Like I've had situations where it was only supposed to be a one night stand and it ended up being more because you realize like, yo, like I went in it with one expectation and I left out of it actually having care and concern for this person. Like I wanted more. And a lot of people- Okay, wait a minute. I got a question about this one night stand. Let me interject. Was this one night stand protected or unprotected? Well, see, here's the thing. Okay, so the God, I'm about to lie, but basically it was a don't lie, situation. don't lie, <laughs> don't lie. We won't if you gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about it. Don't lie. Yeah. So, so basically, the one night stand was a protected situation. So it was one of those like one night stands where it's like, you know, it, it was a continuous like, okay, we're gonna do it again, we're gonna do it again, and there's condoms involved. So. The first time was protected, and then it went from a one-night stand to a two-night stand where I stayed the night again, and then there was no condom involved the second time. So then it oh. became a, yeah, so it became a, a trust thing. It was, oh, well, you know, I, I don't need, you know, you don't need to worry about that. I'm good, and I'm good, you know, we're both clean, blah, 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 and things oh. took course. Yeah, but. That that's a really slippery slope these days because like me, I'm 33. So things that I could do in my early 20s, people can't do now. Like a lot of the things are taboo. Like when I was young, like well, I don't say when I was young, like 10 years ago, like when Twitter was really popping and stuff like that, people were going and fucking off on social media. They were going and using Twitter to not have flyouts. They were literally going and traveling and fucking people. That that was that. Now, like yeah you get only fans you have situations where people are going and doing the opposite they rather pay for play like if you fuck with somebody you fuck with somebody back when i was doing this type of stuff so just to tie it all in like you know one night stands to some that might it might seem like a tacky situation but there's a lot of good that i've seen that have come from one night stands. i think i would have to say it depends on the intent of the one night stand right Mm-hmm. Um, in all seriousness, if that one night stand could hurt someone mm-hmm. that you truly love, then mm-hmm. it brings it to a whole nother level. Yeah. If that, you know, if if that one night stand is you go out. You have a bachelor party. It's your last night of freedom. You go to Vegas. Your best friends buy you a prostitute. And where it's legal to do such, to my understanding, I don't know the full rules of it, but I think you can buy one. Yeah. Um, and you decide to get you, you know, get, you decide to get you some, right? Mm-hmm. And in that a child is born, mm-hmm. rubber pops, any situation happens. For, 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 for me, that for, for me, just like, mm-hmm. no, I, I was going to say, in, per, in, in personal preference, like a lot of people, like they take one night stands to be like, there's no consequence, but. If you know, like, if you're a grown up about it and you know that you're going into this one night stand and you decide to take 
the option of like not wearing condoms or not wearing protection or even protecting yourself because women need to protect themselves in like the forms of like birth control, making sure that, you know, they, they're good in their regard. Because honestly, there are a lot more men that are really shady when it comes to one night stands than women. I, I will give them that credit. But when it comes to it, like both people should be protected. So if a kid were to come into play, that's something that not only you have to accept, but that's something that should be discussed even when you are wearing protection. And I think a lot of people don't have those conversations before they decide to actually have these one night stands. Cause there's a difference between, all right, I'm going into it with the intention of like getting mine and I don't care if you get yours and you having that one night stand. Cause you're like, oh, you know, I actually like, this is my way in to a relationship with this person is this one night stand. Cause there are a lot of guys who will go and say, hey, like I might only get one chance to sleep with this person and not know that that person actually cares about them. And it goes much further after the fact. Thank you. you. Honestly, I do see your point, but Mm -hmm. I, I have to play it from every single perspective, right? In one perspective, there are some children that were supposed to be born that could only be born by those two people to fulfill whatever purpose they're supposed to feel on earth. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. they would have never been born, right? So that's one side of it. The other side of it is sometimes that particular one night stand could also be the death of a marriage or the death of a relationship because the effect of the one night stand Mm -hmm. however that person or that being was supposed to be here so I think people don't look at it Mm -hmm. for I'm just a different type of being right so if 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 I gotta look at it you look at it from this perspective right how many couples go through, they want to have a baby, they take uh, in vitro fertilization, dude's going to get his sex massage so that his sperm count could hit uh, 10 trillion thousand. And, you know, they're doing, couples are doing all of these things to have sex, right? Or to have a baby, right? Now, in some instances, we've heard a situation where either the female has stepped out and got pregnant and caught, or the male has stepped out and mm-hmm. got someone pregnant and got caught. Ah, Why is ah. it that those two beings that were trying to procreate together weren't supposed to have a baby together, but the people mm-hmm. that they do you know, I just look at it differently. If you keep trying and you you know what date you are relating, and you know you got a schedule and you fucking every time you you know uh, it's two o'clock. Come on, let's bang, 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 bang. You know, and you on your mm-hmm. tight schedule and it ain't popping, but then you get hot and bothered and you didn't have you one of these one night stands, and then one night stands lead to little Johnny or little Sarah. Yep. Excuse me. Then 
it was supposed to happen. Little Johnny or little Sarah was supposed to be here, but y'all wasn't supposed to have no baby. God didn't want y'all to have no baby together. If he had wanted y'all to have had a baby together with all the medications and doctor's appointments and hundreds of thousands of dollars that y'all have spent trying to have a kid, that y'all could have donated to us on stereo because we ain't got nothing to do and somebody went in $10,000 and we trying to help y'all out. We telling y'all the problem. The problem is you want to know the answer to why that Negro had a baby when he cheated and y'all have been doing everything under the sun trying to have a baby. Here's the answer. God didn't intend for y'all to procreate together. Mm-hmm. Again, they want to take their nut, and they want to freeze their nut, and put their nut in the freezer, and then inseminate it at this particular time of the month so that it could be scientifically stuck up there so that it would be indefinite that they could procreate, right? Mm-hmm. Now, excuse me, I need to eat a little bit. Oh, no problem. Late. Now, here goes the thing. If you can make a mistake and have the most precious gift on earth of a baby, Maybe God didn't, it's not like me being shady towards a woman or a man, because that's not what I mean by that. But in today, the way the world is today, it is enough people who want kids that can't have kids that need a real parent that I don't necessarily, you know, think that like y'all genetics, you know, let, let's just be real. Some two people genetics is not meant to be together. Yeah, yeah. But, but some like, people, they, they insist on doing it. They will go and get like, you know, they'll pay the thousands of dollars to make sure that they can have a kid with said person, even though it's not meant to be. And they do that because they feel as though they are owed that. That is their person. That's their one. But God is telling them, yo, that's not for you. That's not what was intended. That's not what I had planned for you, but you keep going against the plan. I got a question for you. Uh Uh-huh. So, do you think that people try to play God when they get married by who they marry? In, in, in a way, the reason why I say that is because there are some people who fall into a good situation that is positive for them, but there are definitely more people who force marriage because that's who they feel as though they're in love with at the moment. But you can be in love with somebody for a moment, for a year, for a couple of years, but that's not who you were destined to be with. You were putting more force into it. That's why you have people in these relationships that they shouldn't be in 
and you know it doesn't work, but they're trying their hardest to make it look like it works to everybody else. But deep down, they have these arguments, they have fights, and honestly, they just are not a good match. Like, we see celebrities that we know for a fact are not a good match. Do they look good together? Absolutely. Are they good for each other? Absolutely not. Does everybody else know it but them? Absolutely. Like, for example, like Cardi B and Offset. We we both, well, not we both, but my personal opinion is a lot of people know that that relationship didn't look right, but they were happy with it because they're someone's fave. Like, oh, I listen to Migos. I listen to Cardi B. I'm a fan. Cool. But the thing is, you can be a fan of the person, but not the collective. And there are a lot of people when Offset all of a sudden, you know, was starting to cheat on her and everything like that, they went totally against him. Same thing with the Jay-Z and Beyonce thing. A lot of people like Beyonce, but they can't stand Jay-Z. But together, you stand them because it's something that makes her happy. The difference, I guess, to answer your question is a lot of people don't deserve to be together. They force the relationship because it's what looks good for the optics. Oh, we got a message. What's up? What's up? I am Eugene. What's how y'all doing? Hey, Greg. How y'all doing? How are you? How are you doing this evening? What's up, babyface Nisha? Girl, I'm in here at work, working late night, getting inventory done, talking to Greg about one night stand, and we got into some deep, deep shit about one night stands, right? So, I don't know. I kind of feel like at some point you kind of like it's like so many different sides to it. Because like if a kid comes if a kid comes involved that's that perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got a whole different perspective of it, right? Yep. So we took it from the cheating perspective. So now let's take it from the perspective of you're in a relationship that permits you and like um, with the old dude that his wife, it was like all the old dudes went on this trip to the casino, Morgan Freeman, like Las Vegas or something like that. Yeah, Las Vegas, yeah. And his wife gave him permission to have one, uh, 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 one like, <clears throat> is it a require? Like, if you get permission, do you have to certain requirements with the permission of the one night stand? Mm hmm. Oh. Um, no, we got another voicemail. Involved, you know. But I'm not going to wear no Corona mask. <laughs> Oh Lord! So, so just a sidebar. So, shout out to fuck that shit. So, basically, like he had a discussion in a, another chat that my brother was in about wearing the Corona mask. Well, not the Corona mask, but just like a PPE. And he was wondering why people wear PPE. So, people wear PPE for the same reasons why they should and shouldn't have one night stand. Like, there's danger in both scenarios. You don't wear a mask. There's danger. But some people like danger. Same thing with one night stands. You have a one night stand, 
there's consequences and repercussions for your action. But there's two differences. There are people who have one night stands that are in relationships, and that's to me, that's not considered a one night stand. That's cheating, period. Like if you go out and you step out while you're in a relationship with another person, it could be for one night, one afternoon, or one minute, whatever you want to call it. Well, hold on. Don't go ahead. What if that person gives you permission? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it cheating if you have permission? Is it is it cheating if you have permission? If the, your partner says you can go out, I'm telling you there's gonna be no consequences, there's gonna be no repercussions. I love you. Go ahead. What if they even bought a prostitute in Vegas for you to have the one night stand with? Let's take this shit deep. What if your partner significant other wife what if you went to vegas and they actually paid for you to get some what is it cheating is it is it cheating yes it's it's cheating even with the past because here's the thing there was that movie called like all <laughs> past and stuff like that and I'm, I'm gonna get back to the topic but basically like if you have to ask for permission to do something of that magnitude it's cheating. The reason why it's cheating is because, like, you know for a fact you're not supposed to do it. You're doing it because you're, you know, you're not liable or, you know, you're not held liable for your action. That's like if you go into a fucking store and you pick up a bag of chips, just because nobody saw you pick up the chips and walk out doesn't mean that you stole. It's still, you know, okay. two things can exist at the same time. So, for example, like for a, a married man, you you know, you have your, your spouse who decides, you know what, you you and I have been in this relationship for X amount of years, but we haven't gone and, you know, had a hall pass moment. So your your lady, she gives you a hall pass. And you're like, oh, yeah, I, I got a hall pass. She told me I can fuck anybody I want to fuck. Cool. You can do that. But the issue is now in the back of your mind, you're thinking the reason why she asked me to do that is because eventually she's going to want that same hall pass and the energy is not going to be kept that way. That's why it's just better to not even involve yourself in that. And I've seen people try to do the hall pass, the, oh, well, I got permission from my lady to go and, you know, it's the bachelor party weekend, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but you know what doesn't? Babies and regret. And the fact that you just might bring some shit back and even though she gives you a hall pass and all that, when you come back home, she's going to ask you what happened. She don't want the details. She just want to know if you used the pass. You're better off just honestly just doing what the fuck you did and just not saying anything. It's still cheating, but me personally, I wouldn't take a hall pass. Not at all. Hold on. We got a voice mo- uh, voicemail. Hey, when your brother was growing up, did he say that he wanted to be a teacher or what? <laughs> oh, boy. So. My, my brother, he is a teacher. I'm still trying to figure out why, especially in this climate. But I mean, there's a job for everyone and teachers are not like they're undervalued. They're underpaid and all that other stuff. Me personally, I am not built to be anybody's teacher because the first time a kid swings on me or says something to me like that, I, I'm going at the parent. Like the parent should know better. But that, that's another story for another day. But we, we, we got to get back to this whole situation of one night stands being tacky. So, in the t- in your personal opinion, if you got a hall pass, and they said, 
Don't tell me anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I am totally married. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we have had a celebrity conversation. We have had we've had every conversation that you possibly can have. So mm-hmm. we have like pretty much a clear understanding. And there can be some type of, <clears throat> some kind sometimes some kinds of misunderstanding which you learn to that it all goes back to communication. Um, but it all thrives on <clears throat> once again the intent in which you did something. Because if you did something in the intent to really like and you say like where you're saying in the idea of cheating, and then in your intent of it, it was wrong. But mm-hmm. if your intent of it wasn't in the cheating if it wasn't noted as wrong, right? Because there are people that have open relationships or an understanding of what sex is, then it becomes something different. So it goes really more so based on the two people and their relationship, their maturity level and their understanding of their understanding and respect for each other about what sex is in that relationship because each relationship is different. There are no two relationships that are identical in that way sexually at all. Unless you're Mormon from what I heard. I I get it. I just, I don't know. I've, I've seen people in situations where they tried like the open relationship thing, but it, open relationships aren't built for everybody. And that, that's a little bit different from the concept of one night stands. I feel like if you're in an open, you know, like polygamous relationship, you can't, you know, like, you can't have anyone. It was, Everything is but it's all you inclusive. technically right? could. Because wow. if you were in an open relationship, right? So just say you're married hypothetically in this scenario you're married you have you're married to your wife and you and your wife are in an open relationship so in your open relationship with your wife she's okay with you having sex with another female as long as you let her know that you had sex with someone after it happened or before it happened or whatever it is right so in that right you go to the bar, you see this chick at the bar, and you want to have sex with this chick at the bar. Based on your relationship with your wife, as long as you tell her before or after, technically, it would be okay to have a one-night stand in an open relationship. But, but that's the thing. Is that, like, have having sex with someone else in an open relationship... I don't think that's a one night stand. That's literally you just having sex with another person because there's certain like things that go along with the idea of one night stands. One night stands. Okay. So what's the idea? Let's clarify what a one night stand is and what it is not. Okay. Exactly. So we, we can do that. But first we need to put it in a bracket. So both of us, you and myself are both married men, right? So yes. we can go. We can we can go and discuss 
on the married aspect and then we can talk the single aspect okay so sure both 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 of us being married men we've been single before so let's just get that out of the way so as a single person you are like currently talking to someone right like you guys don't have any like titles to each other or any like type of documentation saying that you are together and you can break up at any point you you two have an agreement or come to an agreement that she can sleep with someone if she wants and you can sleep with whoever you want that to me is not considered a one night stand because just for me (laughs) if you do that if you do that and you you sleep with somebody she's entitled to do whatever she wants to sleep with somebody else right and that mm-hmm. that's cool that's cool that to me if you want to call that one i stand great the issue comes when you're married like you, the two of us if you go and your your wife or my wife says you know what yeah you've got a hall pass you you can sleep with whoever you want i'm not going to judge you i'm not going to ask you any questions i'm not going to do anything cool you know yeah that's what they might say but they don't mean that i i don't know a a spouse or a relationship where they mean that so in turn they will hold on hold on because i use things as teachable moments Mm -hmm. one of the biggest problems that i find in a lot of relationships is exactly what you said Mm -hmm. a lot of relationships the partner the partners in those relationships tell the partner what the partner wants to hear not what they truly mean so if you and and this goes back to foundational principles of relationships It, it in that one one sentence relationships based on trust or found the foundation in trust based on that one one word right there mm-hmm. what they don't mean can destroy an entire relationship exactly that that's why my motto has always been say what you mean and mean what you say but saying that we, we got a voicemail let's see what they say listen you can't not be in an open relationship if you don't have trust with the partner that you're with point blank tried it try being in a try being swingers didn't work you have to be comfortable open and loving within your own relationship before that shit works um i have been in a polyamorous situation before Mm -hmm. it's about um honest open communication and i think people have the wrong idea about kind of like equality in a polyamorous relationship because i think they think that you're all supposed to love each other equally and the bottom line is i can love you a hundred percent of how i can love you and i can love them 100% of the way that I love them. But I love you for being who you are, not who they are. So I think that's the first problem. 
in a polyamorous situation. I think the second problem, I'll take this real quick. Still trying to figure this whole thing out. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, what is it, her and Neil or something? I think that's what her name was. Yeah. Thank you for the voicemail. <clears throat> Shouts out. I think the kind of biggest misnomer in a polyamorous or or that is most people think it's always going to be like you're going to have days where one person likes one person one person like people are people like you just might wake up and be in a funky ass mood you might be in a funky ass mood with the like if you all three in the bed and that was the first person that blew their breath and he woke you up and you like got it you know you might have a little attitude you know what i'm saying so yep. so, so you you got woke up with funky breath you you, you might not under you know and then on the other hand you just might be just in the overjoyous mode and yep. I think in polyamorous relationships, people, and I do know a lasting polyamorous couple that have been together, I think mm-hmm. they've been together all together for like 15, it's either 10 or 15 years. Like all three have been together for that long. But um, in that, it's, it's just kind of like, I think people don't understand that it is okay to like one person more than the other in one way because you're going to like your your likenesses are going to connect in different ways. Like if you don't like cooking, but the other third lights cooking of course you're going to vibe and you're going to have a natural attachment to cooking if you don't like reading but i'm an author it means you might not vibe on me telling you a story but we might vibe you know so I think in a polyamorous relationship, you have to understand that there's going to be strength and weaknesses in each person and that each person gets to be and you have two people who should be supporting you versus just one to achieve your higher self. So that's my take on polyamorous. I mean, that's I, I don't even have a word to go against it that I completely agree with. And that ties into what you said earlier about communication. If you have communication, then, I mean, this shouldn't be a question about what's said because you guys had already addressed it beforehand, right? So, I mean, damn. Answer my question. So, I mean, I, I still feel like one night stands are not tacky, though. I, I feel like it is what it is. I don't think they're tacky. I think that it's the intent. Like, okay, a one night stand truly can be tacky. Yes. You go oh, yes. down to the bayou in in New Orleans because I miss home right now and I want to go back mm-hmm. home. But <laughs> um, 
or you go to you know Chicago on Rush Street where the good holes at, or mm-hmm. you know you you are liable to you gonna catch some one night. That, yeah, you are liable. And the reason I say it could be trashy is because you could take the the most expensive, priciest prostitute to the most sleaziest motel, and it just be a fucking be trashy. And then it also could be trashy in the mentality of what you're saying while you're in there. Because if you're saying some old raunchy nasty shit, that could far out be just regular old, you know, a trashy hotel. Now that is trashy, but you could say some stuff that's way trashier than than. Yeah. It's just the truth, man. Like it's it's all like what do you call it? Like beauties in the eye of the beholder. Like it's all all that is what you believe in. Some people may believe in it. Some people might not. But the thing is, like you don't have to explain it to anybody other than the person that you're with. So if you two come to that mutual understanding that that's how y'all gonna do things, that's how y'all gonna do things. But it's all in transparency. You do still need to address it with your person, you know, because like you but said, things, this is go ahead. Another thing being married that I have learned, like we have an annual review mm-hmm. where it's not like you go through all of your fuck up, you know, it ain't like, oh, you did this. It's like literally we really on our anniversary really talk about how we honestly feel about each other at that moment in time. And you know, we can reflect back over the last year and then the years prior to. And we ask each other, do you still want to be married? Yep. So do, do you feel as though that having an annual review? I, I like that. Like, I, I've never personally, I've never thought about that, but I feel like that is like profound. Like, I, for me, I, I do a podcast and. <laughs> I've 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 never I, I, honestly I think everybody on here does a podcast at some point, but I, I've never breached the idea of having an annual review with your spouse. So even in not like marriages, but relationships, do you feel as though having an annual review would make relationships better? I think if you have an annual review and you're really truly honest, um, mm-hmm. I think for me. We implemented it because in the beginning of the relationship, probably still in a relationship, I'm probably the more emotional one. So being more emotional versus being more practical, when you're having an annual review, you have to balance the emotion and the practicality because Mm -hmm. the emotion is I might be in a a hurt place but the practicality is let me really put my emotions in check to see in this opportunity if I, you know, it's like not, we don't do it with the intent of ever honestly breaking up. I don't think that's why we ever, we came up with it. I think it was really to really 
take that moment in the anniversary of being together to kind of highlight the good, the struggle, the bad. But throughout this year, I might have been saying, you're not paying attention to me all year and you didn't hear me. So now at this annual review, on one of my bases is of in the end, you know, and see, you can, it, it could be creative. Like you can make your annual review fun for like, you know, it can be what you want it to, to be. You know what I'm saying? Cause you can make it where well, after the review, you get some and, and you know, annually, if you don't get none, no other time, you're going to get some during the damn anger. Mm -hmm. You know, you make it what you want it to be. You know, exactly. if you, <laughs> you you make it, but it, and, and if you know that you're really being truthful and honest about, <clears throat> I think that's the thing. We know we're married and we're, we're not going to be not together. But at the same time, there was a year where we both of us was like, you know, I really don't know. Like you asking me, but I really don't know. And that was the honest answer. And that made us both fight to figure out individually what it was that we might have individually had to work on. Because sometimes it's not the other person. Sometimes during that, you got to work on you. You know, that's the time for you to really be transparent with you. Look yourself in the mirror and honestly be honest with your spouse to say, hey, these my fuck ups. I heard what you said. I might not have listened to what you said. You might not have heard me, but you was nagging me enough. I look myself in the mirror and I own this much of it. The other part what the fuck ever, but I own this much of it. And this, you know, that's where you get to kind of, you know, have that, that, that moment where you get it. And it shouldn't be, it should be a safe space. It's not a space to kind of be competitive or argumentative. It's like, go to dinner, go, you know, put on your best clothes. You having the annual review, you go get sub after it. You know, and even if it, you don't hear everything you want to hear in the review on either side, it's still like at the end of it, at the heart of it, to be able to have a life partner to tell that much of the truth where mm -hmm. you can trust me in the truth, that makes the relationship that much more special to me because it's like we real like like it's not like one of those oh well we'll check this no it's like i didn't like xyz i loved xyz you really dropped the ball here and i didn't even know if i wanted to be with you for the rest of the uh of the, the year let only today you talked about the rest of let me think about it. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we do those for that reason. It's fun. You make it, you know, make it a time. If you're travelers, you know what I'm saying? Make it a time where you travel to a place and you really seclude yourself to really kind of take some 
individual time a little bit to kind of really look yourself in the mirror and then quality time where you come together and say, hey, I need you to hear me. But the key to the review is actually repeating what you hear the other person saying. Exactly. Profound, man. That's that. Yeah, yeah. We we gotta have more talks like this, man. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm following you now already, but we I think <laughs> we need to do this a little bit more often. I have a list of topics I want to talk about. Everything like, you know, now we got the annual review. We talked about like one night stands being tacky, you know. But marriage talk, yeah, we we're gonna have to have plenty of these because I have, boy, I got a lot. I, I got a lot. So, you know, just make sure that you're available because. We gonna have multiple talks coming up, man. But I appreciate you even like you know jumping in on you know on a call with me so we can just have this talk. Uh, so hopefully you have a good night, man. So we got to talk again Definitely, soon. Man. Definitely, man. Definitely, right, man. Stay cool in the streets. Peace, vibes to you, bro. All right, bro. I'm gonna talk to you later. All right.